Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The sense I get, and this is from people who know him much better than me. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Is that if he's offered, he will leave. Doesn't matter the job. Oh my God. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Panthers people go, well, David Tepper just hired a college guy. Well, Jim Harbaugh's really not a college guy. Today's guests, three-time Super Bowl champion, Mark Schlereth. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette columnist, Paul Zeiss, co-host of CBS Mornings, Nate Burleson, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on a Thursday of 2023. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the Roku channel. You want to watch us? Guess what? Uh, you're, You're in luck for two reasons. One... There's many ways for you to watch us, and it's all free. Uh, The Roku app, the Roku device that might be in your house, any Roku device, quite frankly, Uh, Amazon Fire TV. Uh, There's also select Samsung smart TVs. There is uh, the Internet, the Roku channel dot com. That's one one way that you're in luck. And two is that when you tune in for free, you'll see me in a very lovely plum lavender zip um, that I think suits me very well. Um, and uh, that's the way I'm describing it to the radio audience oh. that is smart enough to maybe listen to us wherever you are. Uh, terrestrial radio network, uh, coast to coast, Sirius channel 218, XM 202. Also, we say hello to those listening maybe on that app. 992 is the app, uh, the digital uh, station on Sirius XM. We say hello to Odyssey and our podcast listeners. And um, good to see you over there, uh, Chris Brockman. How are you, brother? I mean, it's pouring down rain in LA. I understand yeah, that. TJ uh, Jefferson is uh, is about to light the candle. Hello, Mike Del Tufo. Good to see you. I see you. Uh, it's all good. Uh, TJ, we got a, we got a friend of yours. Uh, we got yeah, a friend of yours on the program calling. Right? I know this is this is going to be a surrealist one of my oldest friends in the world, man. So this will be a really cool. Hey, his name moment. is Paul Zeiss, and uh, he's on the program um, for for uh, up the primary reason, not just that he's your friend, yeah. is that he knows the family of of Demar Hamlin. Um, and he we, knows Demar for he's known, he's him known for years, Demar yeah. for years, and and um, and and uh, he's on our program later on this hour. Mark Schlereth of Fox Sports, Nate Burleson of CBS and NFL Network will be joining us on this program. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated will be joining us on this program. Uh, in hour number three, because there's lots of conversation surrounding the NFL, would have been uh, a Thursday night football game had it uh, been any of the first. 17 weeks of the season. As we all know, week 18 is right around the corner, two on Saturday, a bunch on Sunday, and there's a lot up in the air. Now then, this whole entire week, as I mentioned on Monday's show, has felt like anybody who's been in a waiting room or an emergency room, and uh, you're, you're just begging for any information, positive information, obviously, and every single time you're sitting in that waiting room and a door opens up, and you're looking to see if it's the doctor to let you know what's going on with your loved one. And that's the way I have felt all week long about DeMar Hamlin. I think the rest of this country feels the same way about DeMar Hamlin. Any information and the information that I have been gathering uh, through personal friends who are physicians, cardiologists, anybody who's a medical expert um, has been telling me, as I've been also refreshing my feed for any news, that uh, DeMar Hamlin, the fact that there's been no news on him since Monday is not a bad thing, a good thing, because he has been sedated and they are doing their best to make sure that his body can recover 
It does appear that there was something to do with his lungs that they were concerned about as well, but that they would at some point in the first 24, if not 48 hours of his hospitalization in the ICU, begin to bring him out of the sedated state. And the first sign that you'd need to see, a positive sign that you'd need to, you'd be looking for is anything neurological because you you heard he was, we all know, resuscitated on the field and there would be various lengths of time that we heard about him uh, receiving CPR and how long was his brain without oxygen. And that's the key here. Mm-hmm. That Yes, first key is that they restored his heartbeat and his pulse. After that is 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 neurologically, how did he survive whatever period of time he was without oxygen? And the good news on that front leading into today and throughout the last three days is the fact that it did appear that the first aid was administered on the spot, that the NFL's protocol and the Bengals and the Bills protocol, that the trainers there and all the equipment that was there, the emergency services that were there and rendered it 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 hit Mar Hamlin's chest and body fast. So today, finally, after three days of refresh and refresh and refresh, looking for the good news, thank God it arrived. And it's beginning to arrive. And obviously when when we're talking about this type of medical emergency, you know, you always hear about multiple steps forward and steps back. The Bills sent out a release that per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, remarkable improvement he has shown over the last 24 hours. While still critically ill, he's demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact His lungs continue to heal, and he's making steady progress, grateful for the love and support we've received. And in terms of the neurological improvement, my colleague from the NFL media group, Ian Rappaport, adding some information there, that he opened his eyes last night. He's responsive. Oh, nice. Yeah, Ian called it truly incredible. Exactly. One thing that's very clear from speaking to those close to him, they're endlessly appreciative of the medical care he's been given on the field and then over the last 72 hours. And then Ian added the fact that he's been gripping the hands of those close to him. That is what I have been told by everybody, that that the neurological examination will begin with the simple, hey, can you wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes? Can you, do you feel that hand? Can you grip the hand? Uh, I sent this information to one of the uh, medical experts I have been communicating with over the past few days and the answer was this is great news was the response from the expert that's awesome and then at some point we imagine that as he continues to knock on wood improve someone will eventually tell him hey you know that gofundme page you started with the goal of twenty five hundred dollars two years ago (laughs) Right? Over $7.1 million in it now. That's amazing. $7.1 million on the screen. You could see the top donation is Jim Ursay in the Annapolis Colt, $25,003. A three, obviously, is his uniform number. Bob Kraft and the Patriots family sent $18,003. 18 is the number in Hebrew, in the Hebrew uh, alphabet for the letter Chai, which is in Hebrew means to life and to celebrate life, 18,003. You know, that's the the number that that's given on, say, bar mitzvahs, 18. Like when I, when I was a, a bar mitzvah boy in 1980, geez, wow, I'll do the math, 82. Mm-hmm. I got, I got $18 checks. Oh, work? Yeah. Or 36, you know, for, Multiples of 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So now, you, got, now, you got 18 $1 checks? Or you got checks? No, I got in the a check for $18. $18. For gotcha. Right. Or 36. These days, there's a zero on the end of it. There's uh, <laughs> There's been inflation. <laughs> That's your high update, your bar mitzvah high update. But, but indeed, to life. To yes, life. Sir. 
No doubt. Through life. That's why Dion, whenever he says he loves somebody, he says, I love you to life. That's what Dion says, the new coach of the Colorado Buffalo. I'm ecstatic, man. I'm just. Good news, man. Like, I'm seriously like. uh, It's a little shot in the arm. We kind of all. We've been waiting. We needed this week. Yeah. I've been. I immediately called Sue's. My kid, Xander, who, you know, isn't all that into football. That's He's asking me like literally three times a day. And I think we talked about it, TJ. You probably mentioned it too. You know, unless you're a diehard Bills fan or grew up a Pitt fan, yeah. you probably never heard of this kid. No, and fact. Then, and all of a sudden, Monday, it's like he's a member of your family, and yeah. like you just want him to be okay and pull through and, and and get to live a full life after having something like this happen in front of the whole country. And this and, was a, this was a good day today. And it supersedes football. You said like Zan isn't a football fan, but Zan has compassion. You oh, know, yeah. and, and oh, he's an empath. In that. Like I said, football sports is irrelevant to this situation. You know, this is now like a human interest story. Yeah, Biden called him up, apparently. Paul called up the family, uh, called up his parents. You know, hey, the president's on the phone, you know. And um, although he did, you know, when asked about the dangers of football, talked about helmets and head injuries, and this is a chest injury. But be that as it may, it was a very nice gesture that he did that. And um, put it all together. And you've got a positive situation with the arrow pointing up. And in terms of you pointing out it's more than just football, that's part of the reason why we're having your friend Paul Zeiss on this program at the end of this hour. I want to know who the kid is. Yeah. Right now, we just know him as the guy, the kid who's in ICU who damn near dropped dead on the field, but didn't. Thank and God. is improving. And so Paul's on this program. Also on this show, Nate Burleson. You, uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Albert Breer will be on in hour number three because now that matters are improving and that we can breathe a, a, a sigh. Of, I mean, he's opened his eyes, for crying out loud. Um, now we can start to turn the pages to what we're doing um, with the schedule and the thorny issue of playoffs and seedings and you know, the matter of completing this season in a way that is acceptable to the teams that that uh, are, are involved in this playoff race and playoff chase, and that includes the Bills. And uh, the Patriots, as I mentioned yesterday, there are eight teams involved in this. The Bills and the Bengals, obviously. The Chiefs are the other team that's in line for the one seed. The Ravens have an opportunity to potentially win the division, Right. Then you've got the Patriots at the seventh seed, and they were winning in scenario playing the Bills. And other than that, you've also got the Dolphins and the Steelers needing the Patriots to lose to have their ticket potentially punched. And you even throw the Los Angeles Chargers in that could potentially stay at the five or drop down to the six, which means a lot. So Albert's going to join us on that front. As I mentioned, there's you as well. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Damar Hamlin has opened his eyes and is squeezing the hands of his loved ones. How great is that? Thrilled to hear it. And thrilled to have you here on the show. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be joined by Mark Schlereth of Fox Sports. Talk about what's going on, obviously, with Damar Hamlin and the rest of the league's reaction to it. And then we'll talk a little bit of ball with Mark. And when higher register to break. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, powered by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger. NetSuite also wants to make sure that you know your numbers right here and right now. It's the top of 2023. We're all back to work, we're all back to business. It's the first quarter, Q1, as they say in the business world. You got to know your numbers. And if you've got poor visibility because you're still in the old ancient world of spreadsheets and outdated finance software, you have got to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, which is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite's got everything that you need to grow all in one place. Over 32,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash richradio. So perfect timing. A new year. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash richradio. This man is a three-time Super Bowl champ. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show from Fox Sports on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is our friend Mark Schlereth back here on the program. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, Rich, man. Thanks so much for having me on. You bet, brother. And it, it, it's just a great day, you know, getting this good news from the, the hospital in Cincinnati that DeMar Hamlin's opened his eyes and is squeezing the hands of his loved ones, exactly the sort of symbol signal that that that, that we needed to see as he's being brought out of his sedated state. Uh, just a sigh of relief I'm having right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any question that uh, that is huge, and that's what we've all been hoping for, and and ultimately praying for, and um, just incredible news coming out of Cincinnati right now, which is which is awesome, you know. And it's it's interesting. You sit there, and I had an opportunity to listen to you and Kurt um, as I was driving home. We went to dinner with some friends of ours mm. and watched it unfold on the TV there in the restaurant, and obviously. Um, searching for answers and searching for information, which nobody really had, but I thought you did a tremendous job as I was driving home listening to you guys. But, you know, we were all shaken up for that because we understand there's a 100% likelihood that you're going to get hurt when you play the game. We we understand that. We even understand the, you know, the, the potential of paralysis and everything else, but you don't go on the field thinking, hey, this could be the last time I'm ever, you know, I'm, I'm alive. Hmm. You just don't think that way as a player. And so, um, it was dramatic, I think, for all of us. And I, I think one of the things for me, as I sat and kind of contemplated what was going on, I was praying for Damar and his family. I thought to myself, you know, oftentimes we all face tragedy. There's oftentimes we all face uh, disappointment and things that don't work out in our lives. And oftentimes we shake a hand to God and say, you know, why me? And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, why not me? And why have I been so blessed? Why have I had all these things working out for me? And so. Uh, it was a, an opportunity for me to to not only pray for that man's family, but also to recognize my own blessings and to have some intentional gratitude for the great things that have happened in my life. And um, anyhow, I'm just really, really uh, happy to hear the news about Demar. And uh, again, you know, we'll just continue to pray for him and his recovery. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. I'm I was um, we've been talking about here for the last 24, 48 hours as we've had. Uh, various guests on who have either played or or love the game that just to you know what you just said mark about knowing the dangers of playing the game and every snap could bring it that you you kind of don't think about it and then to have it completely in front of your eyes in the most jarring manner of watching your teammate need cpr and then ambulanced off um it, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what the next snap of football is going to be like. What do you think the next snap of football is going to be like, Mark? Um, you know, I, I think for them, ultimately, 
like this great news, there'll be some relief um, because there there is that there is that aspect, you know, that you get back to it. And I was on a football field in um, in Greeley, Colorado, when we had a teammate break his neck, and the ambulance came on the field, and uh, we were doing a goal line drill, and we just moved the drill down to the other end while our you know while our teammate was being wow. hoisted and lifted into a uh, you know to an ambulance. So, like you have that you have that. And, and and by the way, I was sitting there going, "Really, we're going to continue to practice? Really, we're this is what we're going to do?" Um, and yet, you know that that is that is kind of football. And um, there's a reason. You know, there's a reason only 1,500 people are uh, are blessed enough athletically to play it. And and you know, as I always joke around, stupid enough to play the game. Um, it, it is part of your fabric of of your being. Um, it is probably all of our first loves as as little boys that we grew up playing it and um and so there is something special i always quote a line from the alarm an 80s band that i really liked and one of the lines in one of their songs was uh it, it's the lifeblood that courses through my veins and that's how i feel about football so there is going to be a moment of kind of relief because your your brother and your teammate and your friend and the guy that you have loved um and spent a lot of time with uh looks like he's coming out the other side and so There'll be some relief in that, and then getting back to playing the game. I think is is that oddly enough, I think there'll be some relief in that as well. Well, I guess it's a good thing that culturally we've evolved as a sport uh, to 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 have stopped the game. Right? I know I know there's a whole conversation as to how long it took to stop the game and who's the ones who was eventually you know led to stopping it. Um, but if you're saying you were practicing when your teammate was put in an ambulance with a broken neck on the other side of the field. And even at that time, you were wondering why are we doing it? What was that in the late late nineties? What you're talking about there, mid to mid nineties? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, late nineties, like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, so yeah, there has there has been that evolution, and, and I really like to me, I really don't care how long it took, and I know there's a lot of people that jump on and say it should have been canceled immediately, but you're trying, you know, you're in the fact gathering and, and, and information finding stage, and. Bottom line for me is the right decision was made. Like, I, I know it maybe not have been on the timeline that some people like, but the bottom line, it was made. And, and, um, and that hasn't always been the case when it comes to the National Football League and the way we, the way we love the game. So we have made some progress in that regard to understanding, you know, understanding the humanity of, of the game that we play. Mark Schlereth, Fox Sports NFL analyst, three-time Super Bowl champion right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, what do you think the league should do? Um, what's your two cents on that subject matter about making up this game or not at all? There's, a conver- there's so many different conversations on the table, and it looks like 48 hours to come up with the answer right now. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I would be shocked if they play that game. Um, and I don't know what the total answer is other than, um, you know, call it a tie. Um, however, however that works into the mathematical equation as far as win percentage is concerned and then figure it out. Um, I, I just don't think that that game is going to be played. Uh, I don't expect it to be played. Um, and I don't even want it to be played. Uh, I think we move on and we figure it out and we do the best we can. And, um, understanding that, uh, you know, somebody is going to be, some fan base is going to be a little bit upset, but uh, get over it. Life ain't fair, and we move on. And that's just kind of how I think the league will handle it. Now there may be some, you know, there may be some some you know twists and turns as far as who gets home field advantage, who doesn't. Like maybe there's a maybe there's some type of uh, I think Matt Hasselbeck proposed yeah. something of you know that that was pretty interesting about you know you get to choose whether you want the buy or you want home field advantage. It turns out to be a tie, whatever. Uh, that it is what it is. Um, I think they'll just figure it out. And one thing we've become fairly nimble as a league, I think over the last couple of years under COVID, um, you know, two years ago, we played every day of the week. Um, so I think they have become fairly nimble that way. And they're just going to do the best they can and understand that extenuating circumstances and kind of desperate times, desperate measures. Uh, I'll pull on that thread a little bit that you just left out there. Why don't you want it to be played? I can guess, but uh, I'll give you the floor on that. Why don't you, you say, I don't even, I don't even want it to be played. Why? Yeah. Well, I just like, it was, it's such a, to me, it, it, what happened there is so traumatic. I think for everybody involved and 
not only the players, but the coaches and the support staff, the men and women that make an NFL Sunday and NFL Monday night go round. Uh, I just think that there, it's such an emotional, there was such an emotional outlet during that time and during that game. And I don't want to drudge up for any of those people involved. And, you know, frankly, for all of us who watched it, uh, I just don't want to drudge that up. Uh, I'd, I'd rather move on. So that's kind of where I'm at. Mm. Mark Schlereth here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so then let's let's move on to the rest of the league a little bit here. The best team that you've seen. I, I think I ask you this every single time, but you see so many teams, so I'll ask right. you again. Which, who, which has been the best team that you've seen so far in the 2022 season? Mark. Um, the, the, the best team that I've got a chance to call was the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, because I look at them, especially on the offensive side of the ball, uh, the mastery of the running game. And they can beat you any way you want to be beaten. You know, if you want us to play smash mouth with you, we can beat you playing smash mouth. If you want us to, you know, orchestrate some gap pin and pull schemes and get to the edge and cap capture the perimeter, we can do that in the run game. We can do it with our running back. We can do it with our quarterback. Oh, you're going to stack, you know, 15 guys in the box? We'll throw it over the top of your head. We don't care. And when Jalen Hurts is right, and hopefully he's back and he's going to be right, um, they're a pretty damn good team. The other team I would tell you is the 49ers. Um, just physically, you know, it, it's so interesting, Rich, because what they're doing with, you know, a third, not a second-string quarterback, but a third-string quarterback who's a rookie and Mr. Irrelevant uh, is pretty incredible. And that kid, you got to give him a ton of credit because um, he's got a great aptitude for the game. But physically – they will literally whip your ass on the line of scrimmage, on both lines of scrimmage, and they'll make no bones about it. And, you know, it's so funny as as we morph into, you know, hey, it's a new league and it's a new this and it's a new that. You know, about 60% of the teams that play this game are using the Mike Shanahan kind of West Coast offense uh, that, uh, you know, that, that we ran in the 90s. Now there have some, been some adjustments and some things of that nature to it, and then you add the quarterback run that wasn't prominent in the 90s and the early 2000s. But that's all morphed out of that. But the bottom line to me is we all get enamored with quarterback play, as we should. It's, it's incredible. Um, and, and, you know, with wide receivers and, and you know, tight ends and the passing game and all this stuff. But I tell you, when push comes to shove, there is one thing that will never change about football. And that is the team that can dominate both lines of scrimmage is going to win the majority of the games. And you look at Philly, you look at San Francisco, that's what they do, especially for San Francisco on the defensive side. They are, they are legit. They are deep. They rotate and all their guys can play. Before we return to the Eagles, though, uh, Nick Bosa is the defensive player of the year. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yay. Nay. Yeah. He, he, He's pretty. He's pretty special. He's he pretty is. unblockable. And uh, he called game. And he called a, game in Vegas when he just threw the left tackle right into the lap of Jared Siddham, caused the interception in overtime. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he did that. He is. He is that way. And the other thing is, is he's up and down like the great ones, like Reggie White, like JJ Watt, who announced his retirement. I've never seen JJ Watt's equal, and I played against Reggie White when it comes to moving down, up and down the line of scrimmage and equally dispensing justice regardless who's either, who he's over. Most guys have a favorite side. You know, they're better at the left defensive end than they are the right defensive end or the left defensive tackle. They are the right defensive tackle. He'll line up on anybody, and he's equally as good and dexterous when it comes to pass rushing. So I've never seen his equal, and Nick Bosa has some of that in him as well, up and down the line of scrimmage, figuring out where the best matchup is. My guys have enjoyed your use of dispensing justice. Equally so. dispensing justice <laughs> might really be our nice. fantasy football team. That could really be nice. our, that could be a good fantasy football it's, team. Uh, that's really sure. nice. Or well, a great well, album, well the, uh, album yeah. name, Equally Dispensing Justice. That was Metallica, Metallica for sure. Yeah, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mark? What do you think? You're providing us I love it. lots of material here. And then about the Eagles, I'm concerned about Lane Johnson being at, uh, down with a groin injury. I don't know when he's coming back, but they're different. The, the, it affects everything, right? A run game, the protection, everything. For them, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Especially, you know, it's it's so funny because back in my time, this is one of the ways the kind of the quote unquote evolution of football. Right. So back in my day, the right tackle was this. You know, I mean, it was the John Runyon types, right? Just come off the ball and beat you up, and you know, physically have a street fight. The left tackle had to be the athletic or nimble guy. Mm-hmm. And then 
with the evolution of the open formation where the tight ends no longer lined up on the end of the line of scrimmage. Now we open everything up. Now both tackles have got to be supremely gifted athletes. And Lane Johnson's one of not only the best players, but one of the best athletes in football. And yet you're 100% right. With that guy being down, it completely affects what you're doing. So most of the time for the Eagles, if there's a weak side of the line of scrimmage, it's probably with Mylotta uh, and, and Dickerson, although Dickerson's a Pro Bowl player. He's great, don't get me wrong. But they're going to turn protection toward that left tackle, and they're going to leave Lane Johnson on the island. You, you can't do that right now. So all of a sudden, one guy being gone, one guy being down, opens up two edges. Um, and and that's, that's a difficulty. Mark Slareth, a few more minutes left with the Fox Sports Analyst, three-time Super Bowl champion here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, let's talk Broncos. How concerned are you that whatever's going on there is not fixable uh, based on whatever's going on between Russell Wilson and the offensive line? I, I saw, obviously, what happened Christmas Day, and it was heartening to see them uh, rebound with uh, Jerry Rossberg after firing Nathaniel Hackett uh, and and performing as well as they did in Kansas City, but... How concerned are you that this is not fixable for a new coach? Um, I, you, I'm not concerned that it's not fixable. I think it's fixable. Um, I think Russell's quote unquote fixable. You know, when I hear people say, "Well, he's, you know, he's definitely he's not the athlete he once was," and and this that, and that. he's still plenty athletic uh, enough to threaten the edge to run the football. You saw that last week in Kansas City. Um, he can do all those things. I think the big issue is you have got to go back and understand that you have got to create a system um, that minimizes that minimizes the impact that your quarterback has. And you just paid him $250 million or whatever it was, right? So you've got to be able to say, hey, man, very much like San Francisco, we're going to run the ball, we're going to set up our play-action stuff, we're going to be very – our run action is going to look – or our run game is going to marry to that, that play-action game and our, and our play-action game is going to – you know, is going to impact and, and create easy one-on-one throws and those things. I think I think it's really, you know, what Pete Carroll did for ten years in Seattle, and you know the whole the whole hey let Russ cook mantra, you know, came from hey man I want to you know I want to be you know that guy that operates from the pocket and I want to be you know the Drew Brees or the Tom Brady and and you know I think that narrative permeated Seattle and permeated the national kind of narrative for a while. And ultimately, I think, you know, Pete Carroll was protecting Russell Wilson, saying, hey, there's certain skill sets that we don't think you have, and this is the way we're going to do it. This is the way we're going to, you know, protect ourselves as an offense. And I think you're going to, if a coach comes in here and has the authority to go back to that, um, then I think, then I think Russell will, will be fine ultimately. But you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to look at yourself very critically and saying, okay, you know what? I wanted this, but I'm not that yet, or I'm not that now. And I've got to go back to winning football games. In the 90 seconds I have left with you, is Harbaugh fit? Because that's the, that's the rumor. My guy, you're going to come get my guy from, from Michigan and offer him a ton of money to fix this thing. Yeah. Do you think I, he's a fit? I think, well, yeah, I think, Harbaugh's a, I think Harbaugh's a fit anywhere. I think one thing about Jim Harbaugh is everywhere he's ever been, um, and I've talked to several people about this, Brock Hewer and a couple of the guys that I know well that know Jim Harbaugh well, everywhere he's ever been, he's built a bully. You know, he has built a a team from the inside out that has a fullback and has a tight end that can put, you know, the Y tight end that can put his hand on the dirt and be on the end of the line of scrimmage and block people. And, like, that's that's what Jim Harbaugh is, and I think that's exactly what Russell Wilson needs. I think it's that type of offense. So, uh, ultimately, I don't know if Jim Harbaugh wants to leave Michigan or not. Um, my my gut would say he doesn't, but I have no, I have no idea. It's just the way I feel about uh, – you know, professional football versus college football, and I feel like he's he's at home. You know, he's a Michigan guy, just like you. Mm, thanks, brother. Happy New Year! Thanks for the time. Thanks for your kind words about listening on Westwood One on uh, on Monday night. You're you're the man. Happy New Year. Uh, appreciate it. Happy New Year, buddy. You got it. That's Mark Schlerer, three time Super Bowl champion here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk to the man, uh, 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 a sports columnist, Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Uh, his son was a teammate of DeMar Hamlin. He's covered DeMar Hamlin. He's known his family. His name is Paul Zeiss. Don't miss this conversation when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Mm-hmm. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed when you open a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you are opening more than just doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to do your own thing and be your own boss, steer your own success, blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van has been built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your own passions. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play out your dreams. No matter how far off the beaten path they're going to take you, there's 16 body types. You can choose between a gas or a diesel engine. There's thousands of ways to customize. It's now available in an all-wheel drive. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough, if I've just explained to you, to help drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential now inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We've got a second hour for you. Top of the next hour, we'll take some of your phone calls and also return to the subject matter now of uh, that we're, we're seeing some positive signs in Cincinnati. What the league, as I'm sure, beginning to undertake is what to do with the game that wasn't played on Monday night to its completion. But that's later on. For the moment, we turn to our uh, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line and find the sports columnist of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and host of 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. He covers the Steelers. He covers the Pittsburgh Panthers. That's one way that he was introduced to DeMar Hamlin. The other way is that his son, uh, Elijah, was a teammate of DeMar's. So he knows the family. He knows the young man that we've been talking about all week. His name is Paul Zeiss, and he's here on the Rich Eisen Show, friend of T.J. Jefferson. How are you doing, Paul? Uh, I'm good today, Rich. How are you guys doing out there? Uh, well, we're we're good, too, and obviously sharing the same feeling you are right now that uh, it appears that DeMar has taken a turn for the better and um, has his neurological functions in, in, at first blush, and I'm wondering what's going through your mind right now, Paul. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I actually was talking about that uh, um, a little bit ago on my show. I I think that when you have this kind of event, you know, a cardiac event, I'm not a doctor or whatever, but I've, I've talked to a number of doctors over the last few days because I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. But one of the most important things is your is your brain activity. And, you know, it depends on how long you were without oxygen and that kind of stuff. So the fact that it feels like or it seems like based on what they're what they're talking about is that his neurological capacities are intact. Um, that's a great, great first step to hey, this, this, this you know he he's you know he has a chance to make a full recovery, and I think that's what everybody's really holding out hope for is is that you know when he gets through all this, and obviously there'll be a, a rehab process and all of that other stuff um, that he's able to you know live. A normal life again. Well, this awful episode, incident, um, disaster, however you want to term it, has uh, introduced Damar Hamlin's name to a lot of people. Let's introduce him best we can through you to a lot of people. Who 
Who is DeMar Hamlin? And tell me about him. Well, you know, again, I, one of the things that I had the unique, unique opportunity is not only did I cover Pitt, but my son uh, was recruited and obviously played at Pitt for five years. And, you know, for three of those years, DeMar Hamlin was his teammate. And also, I coached my sons uh, in a lot of their, you know, when they were growing up in basketball and things of the such. And, and so we ran into DeMar Hamlin and his family a lot, you know, and you get, you know, playing against them, uh, things like that in, in basketball and whatnot. So uh, I, I got to know them and, and I got to know the family very well. And I think I'll tell you, the thing that that is, uh, to me, so good is that his story is getting out there um this is a this is a guy who is i mean every bit the great teammate that you know people are talking about him being uh he's a giving person obviously i mean when he was uh, when he was in college he was trying to raise money for his in his hometown of mckee's rocks he was trying to raise money for kids um he's a guy that basically uh was always willing to mentor younger players his family is very involved in a lot of different community activities. And listen, I, I think that, you know, that one of the things, obviously, you know, if you, if you know anything about his family, you know, the, the, his dad, Mario, had some legal troubles. Um, if you read anything about this family or you know anything about this family, they understand and they embrace it because, you know, they feel like, obviously, he's put it in his past and he's really become a good role model for a lot of other people uh, to, to, to be able to say, hey, don't fall into what I fell into. And he's obviously been a really good dad to his, to his son. But um, all of the things that you're reading and hearing about him as being a, a, a really uh, just a, a warm, caring human being, and I'm talking about DeMar, is true. And, and I think that, you know, I was watching this with my son uh, who played with DeMar. And he literally, for almost 45 minutes, was silent, you know, texting his pit teammates, you know, just trying to, and my son's not one that really shows emotions, trying to really, because, you know, he said, Dad, the thing is, when you play, you know, when you play college football, obviously every year, you're playing with, you know, 104 other guys. You know, there's a lot of guys that are just sort of faces in the crowd that you, you know, you kind of know or you kind of even don't even know because it's so big and we're, but, but Damar and I, you know, we, 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 we were friends. Uh, they started together on the same defense. You know, they were in a lot of the same meetings. They spent time together. I got a chance when, uh, when Pitt played in the Sun Bowl, uh, my, it would have been my son's senior year. They played Stanford. I got a chance to spend uh, uh, some really good time with Mario. Uh, and I can just tell you. These are salt of the earth, really, really good people. So everything that you're reading, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, something like this happens, and people all, you know, will, will go right. way overboard to say how good of a person the person is, um, and then you know maybe those of us at home are like, eh, I don't know. In this case, I can't emphasize enough that he is warrants all of the you know warm regards and everything that people are giving to him. I've got uh, Paul Zeiss here from Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, host of 93.7, the fan, a friend of the Hamlin family, also a man who's covered him and has known him for many, many years. So this is this is a, just a, you know, when we booked you to come on the show, I, I wanted to make sure we knew who this young man was, certainly since all we're talking about him is being in the ICU and unresponsive or not responsive yet, and the fact that we get to talk when we're finding out he's squeezing the, the the hands of his loved ones and it's just awesome man i mean the whole country we've been we've been on pins and needles for 72 hours and we're hoping that this is a nice corner turned paul so uh, i'm i'm well, it's pretty I, cool we get to chat like this you know no yeah i will say this too you know i i think one of the things uh when i was talking with the more uh actually at that sun bowl afterwards and and uh you know it, there was at that point probably still a lot of NFL scouts and things and such who were not sold on DeMar. And this is why I'm going to tell you, I'm betting on him to, you know, make a full recovery. Uh, and, 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 you know, he's going to beat this thing. Cause he's, you know, there were a lot of people that, and this wasn't, you know, DeMar wasn't one of these guys that jumped off the map athletically and all that other stuff. And obviously there was questions about his size and things of the such. But, you know, he basically made it very clear. Listen, 
you know, I've been people have been betting against me my entire life. You know, and 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 I'm going to continue to work, uh, and I'm going to continue to to be that guy that overcomes and, and proves everyone wrong. And uh, certainly, uh, he has done that. You know, uh, in being able to to be in the NFL. Uh, you know, Mike Tomlin talked about it the other day when yeah. he was talking about the fact that this is a guy that that that, that made. Hey, this is my dream. There's a lot of people that think that, that, that I that maybe I can't achieve this, but I'm going to prove them. I'm going to show them I can achieve this. Um, and so that's sort of how he's built. That's how that family is built. And uh, so that's why I really, you know, I, 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 in my heart of hearts, I have no doubt that that that, that at the end of this thing, he's gonna he's gonna beat it. Um, before I let you go, what type of person is T.J. Jefferson, Paul? What do you? T.J. <laughs> Jefferson, honestly, is maybe the only person in my life that I know that I don't know anybody that dislikes T.J. <laughs> that's the best compliment I can give T.J. Um, you know, of course, he, like you know, he, he's he's obviously got a great personality and he's funny, but he's he's got a good heart, and that's I think you that's know one of the story. things that that uh, I don't know why he hangs out with me. But um, given that he's a good, such a good person, but uh, that probably speaks of, of volumes about him is that uh, he does hang out with somebody like me. Mm. <laughs> you guys have known each other for a long time, huh? Yeah, you know, uh, I was telling these guys, I my mom dropped me off for college on a Saturday. I met him Sunday in the elevator, and... M- and now here you I'd are talking to each other. Ninety percent of my show. best memories pre-LA are involving this guy. We've been up and down the road. We've been through a lot together. So this is really cool. And you know, it stinks that it took something I like know. this to, to have it happen. But I'm, uh, you know, putting that to the side. It's great to ha- have this moment. Uh, you know, unfortunate circumstances. Well, that's pretty course, cool. But, well, maybe Paul, we'll, we'll have you back on if the Steelers make the playoffs. Unfortunately, though, I think that it requires the Jets have to win a football game, and I, I personally know that that's very difficult to. <laughs> Maybe be in that position yeah. for the last month, but uh, yeah. it's been it's been a nice run. That would be great. You know, that we, would be great. But uh, I, I think that uh, Skylar Thompson might help the Jets. We'll see. Well, no, who knows? Uh, hey, before I let you go, Paul, as you pointed out, family salt of the earth, and which is great to you know hear from you um, and and the way that the situation that they've been handling it with grace and with the proper amount of privacy while letting all of us in. Uh, best they can in a fluid situation. Uh, and I know that they're very private, but I, I sure would love to know if they can maybe have a camera on the young man when they tell him that uh, the GoFundMe page for their charity has over $7 million in it right now. I'd, I'd love to see that. Yeah. You know? That, that would be that would be incredible. And, and, and again, I think that, that, that speaks a lot about, you know, the fact that we, we focus so much on, on the bad and the negative but there's still a lot of really good people with, you know, with good hearts in this country and, and, and all over the world, really. And sometimes we don't focus on them enough. Well, thank you for allowing us to focus on Damar Hamlin, the individual, the person, and uh, the soul and the heart. Um, that is, um, thank goodness, getting better. So thanks for the time, Paul. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, brother. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette columnist, 93.7, the fan host and friend of T.J. Jefferson, Paul's Ice here on The Rich Eisen Show. Beautiful. I, I was. He was just on a roll. I would have interrupted him when he said he's the only person. You're the only person in his life that nobody dislikes. That you know, I was going to interrupt him and say, but what? What about when he refers to the Cowboys as the varsity? <laughs> I mean, you're fine with that, Paul. No, he, he's Mr. Terrible not. Towel. He's definitely not fine with that, right? He's not a steal- that big of a Stealer. He grew up an Oiler fan. He was a big, oh, really? big Oilers fan, and then once they that was moved, AFC Central, the AFC Norris, to use a, a, a Berman phrase, right? Yeah, and then yeah, once yeah. the Titans came, he kind of gave up his like super fandom just to like kind of. That's kind of crazy, it, and we were talking about it, you know, in the week leading up to the Christmas Eve game, celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception that turned into a a memorial in a way of for for, for Franco Harris is the Steelers. Are, we're so bad at it from its inception to to that day of the immaculate reception. They were one of the first, I think, one of the only originals along with the Browns to say, "Yeah, you go to the new conference." You know, oh, you really? go, yeah, you go, and they're like, "Okay." And I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm simple, oversimplifying things, but okay, you know, okay. T- take a look at all the original franchises. They're all in the NFC, the exception of I guess the Browns and the Steelers. Right. I never even right. thought right. about Packers, that. Bears, Bears, Giants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys go. 
And they couldn't have a leg to stand on. Like, oh, okay, we'll go. <laughs> okay, fine, we'll go. Now look at him now, right? Six-time champs. But that said, uh, the varsity. I don't want to hear that about Larry Brown, <laughs> I start, Neil O'Donnell and the varsity. By the way, I started that back in the Pittsburgh days. And okay, it good. just annoyed all my friends. Yeah. So, so I now I get to annoy a worldwide so nice. audience. That's funny. All right. Nate Burleson <laughs> coming up in hour number two right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. More of your phone calls. We'll talk about the one seed in a minute. Still here on Roku. You know, uh, look, we're, we're, we're still new to Roku scene, right? Um, I'm going to give him a little taste of, of what we do here. Oh, you're wearing Roku purple. I know yeah. that. So it's perfect for me to, to, to mention here that, you know, when, you're, when we're partners, we, we toot the horn of our partner. Well, burp, just, burp. Did you see that uh, Roku announced the company surpassed 70 million global active accounts? What? Yeah. That's amazing. And, uh, and also the streaming hours uh, globally, $23.9 billion in the fourth quarter of 2022. Let's go. $87.4 billion for 2022, a 19% increase year over year. And, the, hey and so let me also give them a little taste of what it's like to be partners with me. What changed for Roku in, yeah, well, uh, hey. what, in the fourth what, quarter of 2022? Like, what? Like, Roku was here. Right. Yeah. And right. then the Roku is now here. Right. What happened in between the here and the here? That's a great is there, is there like Is there one specific... There's got to be some type of Change. analytic that we Could can it be? look we're, up. We're like to, the Kenny Pickett of Roku. We just came in in the mean? fourth quarter and led, us, led a bunch of wins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where our sheer talent is getting us through the day. Yeah. <laughs> we're spotting dimes. We're scrambling. Our, we got two gloves on. You know, our, running around our, out there. Gra- yeah. our grasp of the playbook yeah. and our sheer talent. Yeah. And plus, you heard my man. Everybody likes me, so that had to be something. Just turn out there. <laughs> there's no I in Roku, but there's uh, one in Rich and one in Eisen. Christopher Temujin. Temujin has a couple. Yes, Michael. 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 Well, there's no I in Michael. <laughs> 